This podcast may contain questionable language, will contain spoilers. Fuck me, Bruce Willis is a ghost. Welcome to Movie Drone episode 95. I'm really sorry about Mark's spoilers there. I am Steve. And I am Mark. You are indeed. What was all that about then? Why are you ruining people's uh, film enjoyment? What's happened today to make you so angry? Didn't mention a film, mate, did I? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I suppose you didn't, no, no actually. Everyone no, no, can no. watch Sixth Sense without worrying about the ending. <laughs> uh, oh, dear. How you been, mate? All right? Yeah, terrific, mate. Okay. And it ought to have. It's not been too bad. Well, essentially, I say that it's not been. We've actually taken the plunge and bought a mobile air conditioner. Have you? Yeah. What, so you like, wheel it around with you? No, no, no. Just like a portable one. You know, like one goes in the bedroom, you can bring it downstairs or whatever, if you can lift it, because it's quite heavy. I can't see you being asked to plug it in, mate, let alone move it from one room <laughs> to another. No, it's just going to stay in the bedroom. But, yeah, it's, it's been that hot. It's been that hot. We've jinxed it now, so uh, it's going to be crap. Crap oh, summer now we've bought one. But I will thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you will. So what, are you, what else have you been up to, mate? The McDonald's have been open. You've been in McDonald's? No, I've been taking a different route home to avoid the McDonald's traffic <laughs> um, because it was utterly ridiculous. I even had to drive up the wrong side of the road one day to get home. Right. So Not went, that the doctors said that you can't have McDonald's because you put on too much weight in lockdown, no? No, I've no? been, been good as gold. Have you? Stand up. I've not seen you for a while. You can't just show me that bit. The belly. I want Hang to see on. the belly. Hang on. Actually, the Skype's so crap because we've got the backgrounds in that yeah. you disappeared. <laughs> they are. That's how little so, yeah. I am. So, mate, you had anything happened to you this week? You've been at work, I suppose? Just working, sweating. Have Back, you? Okay. Back's better. Is it? Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, someone asked about that. I was going to... Uh, it wasn't me, obviously. Yeah. I know, I know <laughs> you didn't care. I haven't asked, and I feel really bad now. You've said uh, someone asked me about that. I think it was Jill. I think she asked yeah. if your back was all right. I don't know. Yeah. But just just passing it on now. So. Popped into mum's and dropped her shopping off and raided her um, drugs. Did you? Yeah. Okay, good job. I'll have um, some of them later. Yep. So they was all good. So yeah, feeling good. Feeling good. 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 Excellent. How about yourself, mate? Not too bad, mate. You've got a couple of bits here. Uh, someone that uh, we know, and you know, Robin, who I work with, well, yep. uh, his wife Jeannie, she uh, had a listen to the podcast. Jeannie used to babysit me, mate. Yeah, used to know, babysit me when I was a young nipper. I know. I think her words were this week, um, he's still a bit of a knob when he was when he was younger. She <laughs> yeah. said something like that. I don't know, anyway. I, you'll have to ask Robin. <laughs> I don't know. It might have been something like that or not. She was talking about the gardening. She asked me how my bird table was, um, and she mentioned the word gardening. So you said it wasn't gardening. I'm going to take her word for it. I trust her in that area far more than I trust you. Okay. So that was gardening that I was doing. Okay. All right? Cool. So uh, there you go. Um, Jill's got a new job. All Jill's right. What are you doing what, mate? Uh, banking. Right. Uh, was it different from uh, other job? Banking. Uh, same company? Banking. Okay. Is she doing it at home? Banking. And any new responsibilities? Banking. Cool. All right. Okay. Banking. So, uh, then, yeah. so, yeah, congratulations, sir. Well that's done, all... Jill. Congratulations <laughs> on your new banking job. <laughs> that's all I know about Jill's jobs. That's it. That's okay. all I want to know. It's just banking. So, cool. uh, yeah, congratulations to Jill on that. Animal Crossing update. I mean, I know a lot of people that listen actually do play it. Uh, Sophie's gone out and bought an extra Switch. Did you know that? You are joking. No, with an extra game because uh, she can't get on it because it's uh, her daughters actually play it. So oh, she, God, she had to do it. And, uh, and Jill, I don't know if you know about Animal Crossing, do you? I actually You've... saw a bit of gameplay the other day because someone had put a video up. Riveting, and... isn't it? No. <laughs> well, Jill's, Jill, see, basically you go and visit each other's islands, right? So Jill's been visiting everyone's island and fucking their stuff up. She's become like an Animal Crossing pariah. <laughs> Fair play, though. That's smashing a better them. way to play it. That's exactly <laughs> how I imagine you playing it. Yeah, he's yeah, smashing everyone's stuff off and that and stealing their bits. So uh, so that's quite funny. So I'm not sure she's actually allowed to go anywhere. And we've still got a one-armed crochet dog just tossed no aside. Right? 
No, I haven't seen any progress. It's still not got all of its appendages. I Lim- think limpy bill, we're going to call it. <laughs> yeah, we will. Um, and I think, mate, I think we had a new five-star review. We did, of someone called Pandor718. Okay, excellent, right. Um, and the title yeah. says, podcasts don't get much better than this. <laughs> excellent, right. yeah, totally agree. And <laughs> the review, just read the title of the review. Excellent. That's one of the best reviews I've ever read. Honestly, I actually use that one when I do other stuff because I'm always wondering what sort of witty things to write. I just hope they don't go looking for any more podcasts because they'll soon realise that podcasts (laughs) get an awful lot better than this. (laughs) Thank you very much, Pandor. Thank you very much for that. That's really, really nice of you to leave that for us. Um, And thank you very much, everybody who's been listening recently. So uh, we've had some good interaction and everything, and that is a brilliant link into this bit. Have you got any thanks, mate? I do, mate. So thank you to Too Many Captains, the movie podcast, the Geekdom Fancast, to Little Nick, What Should We Watch, Cinema Speak, Nostalgia Junk, WTM, Beautiful, Emma, Glynn and Podcast HQ. Blimey, I've got a few more, actually, because I've got the special thanks this week. And this is for people who have gone that little extra mile with all the follows and the mentions and the tags, etc. Mm. So I've got Jill, Cassie, Flickfacer. Flickfacer put out a new Twin Picks episode. Albert right. couldn't make it. VHS Strikes Back, Right Stuff Review, Saved by His Grace 72, Jamie Russell, Jamie Irwin, Cinema Recall, Mr. Positivity, Wolfie T, Ryan L. Terry, the legend that is, Mike, Mike and Oscar, Fresh Geek Context, 143, Sean Panda Nicholson, Movies on the Way, and Occo duro parlay hour now i think that people have got a little bit more time on their hands so we're getting quite a bit of uh, special love at the moment mate yeah. so people are that bored after <laughs> eight weeks sitting at home that we've don't, all sort of come into their thoughts and we very much appreciate yourself, it don't put yourself down mate no? you know what I mean? you, you you've taken on just such a role at the moment you're sorting out loads of stuff you know what i mean you're like a chief booker you're doing this you're making new logos and everything you're just absolutely amazing so thank you very much to oh, you as oh, well thanks <laughs> thank you very much to everybody who's done all of that and listened right okay i've got a promo for someone who's putting out some great content at the moment do you want to listen absolutely in a world of video stores and late fees when movies ain't what they used to be one podcast will change the world They will embark on a journey to look at the good and bad movies from the golden era of home video. And things are about to get nostalgic. The VHS will rise and screaming will fall. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Dave, this has got to be the worst promo I have ever heard. No, it isn't. If you're going down the route of the video trailer, man, Dave, I want a training montage. Coming soon on a podcast near you. If you listen to one podcast this week, then you're probably listening to Joe Rogan. But if you've exhausted all of the podcasts, then the VHS Strikes Back is one to try. There we go. So that's the VHS Strikes Back. So, oh, I love a bit of VHS Strikes Back. I know, I know you do. It's right up your alley, isn't it? So uh, The Ring is the newest episode. Um, the Seven episode, which was yeah. uh, a couple of weeks ago. That was a good one. Do you like that one? Love the seven episode yeah it's not got around to the ring one yet but i did watch it a few weeks ago and didn't go much on it on another watch so it'd be no. interesting to see what they say okay excellent right so yeah check the vhs strikes back out cool. right then mate um on to uh, the next section now um i have been getting a little bit of a, a worried about you because i think you've been having to do it with an audience haven't you at your end still um, am, yes uh, you've got an yeah. audience again. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I actually look at you and I can see the like the, the pain in your eyes yeah. that you're actually having to do it in front of people. Uh-huh. <laughs> they can't actually hear what I'm saying, nope. I don't believe. Um, and <laughs> you're actually having to do it. It is randomly I'm suddenly talking and then these <laughs> random voices start coming out. And I've got to be honest, I've got to be honest, the the quality has actually dipped a little bit, I believe, because of that embarrassment that you're in. But but look, 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 just look at me, right, while you're doing it. Just look at me, forget that anyone else is in the room, and deliver me the best Mark's movie impression that you've ever delivered, right? Okay. Okay. It's probably not happening, mate, but I'll give it a go. 
Okay, so we've got Mark's movie impression for episode. Stop looking. I can see you looking at us. Stop looking at us, right? <laughs> just look at me. Come on, just forget. Okay. Just in the eye room. contact. We're okay. going to do the creepy <laughs> uncle eye contact. Yeah, I am, yeah. So, any, so this is Mark's movie impression for episode 95, and this is when Forrest Gump met Dobby the house elf. Goblin. House elf. Goblin. I've checked it. He looks house. like a fucking goblin, mate. It's Dobby the I'm, goblin. Okay. Right, okay. You ready? My mama always said, life's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Dobby is not allowed chocolate. Can I get you something, master? Nothing at all, thank you. I'm just fine and dandy. Dobby loves new master. He's my precious. I'm not a smart man, but I know what love is. How did master escape? I kept on running until you tripped me up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no official lines Dobby must punish himself Dobby will shut his ears in the oven door for this My mum always said stupid is as stupid does Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Fucking mate I'm so red and hot <laughs> oh, so oh dear oh. brilliant brilliant excellent thanks mate listen um i just can't wait till obviously we're back in the same room you can yeah. deliver something about going quite so red but uh there you go brilliant thank, thank you very you, much for doing Cheers, that it's, it's, it's an amazing situation for me <laughs> that you're in it's brilliant oh. right okay right do you want to move on quickly and speedily and seamlessly into movie drone wall of shame there we go so this is the wall of shame um mm. brilliantly uh, uh brought in linked into nice the volume there mate yeah brilliant yeah so uh we challenged the oh you challenged who did you challenge last week the Vern. oh yeah we'll see if the Vern got off in a moment who are we going to challenge this next week mate well i'm not actually going to challenge anyone because the Vern steps up to the challenge so much he sent two questions through he did yeah two yeah. good questions yeah. To original questions. He did, yeah. Bless the Vern. Thank you very much, Vern. You did actually uh, delay the question for a little bit because you wanted to get one. I mean, I don't know how we actually realised what questions we've had. He must have had to listen to the whole back catalogue. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, he's come up with two questions we haven't had. Painstakingly went away and thought about it and delivered. Yeah, so I am officially removing him from the wall. And <laughs> putting him back on. I'm sort of giving him like 12 metres of rope <laughs> so he can just hang around it for a week. Excellent. So, uh, Vern, you are challenged again. Sorry about that, mate, but we already have the question. So uh, thank you very much for everything there. So do you want to move on? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, mate. This is the next section. This is a section we like to call... Question time. Question time. <laughs> question time. Question time. Time for the question, question time. Question time, question time. Time for the question, question time. There we go. So I'm not sure whether that's getting any better. Because it's not, I mate, because really... you're waiting for me. You're waiting yeah. to see my lips move. If you just say it as a sentence without really? big pause. Okay. Because, you know, last week on the on the homework, yeah. I actually thought that we nailed it. No, and then when I listened back off. to it, it was like, a, a, yeah, but I actually say it when I hear you say it in my oh, headphones, okay. but I don't, be, yeah, that's that's the lag that we're dealing oh, with. Okay. Oh, I hear so, it as bad as it is on the no, episode. As soon as I hear you say, cool question and bring it in, <laughs> I actually say it and uh, it's actually miles out and it? it'd be interesting for me on the edit to listen how bad it was. Okay, right. So the Vern did deliver... Got a question? I have. Hello, Stephen Mark. This was a difficult one to pick out because I wanted to make sure that it was a question that you cats had never had before. Don't really like cats, Fern. More dog paper, mate. <laughs> but he but he's says, not going to call you a dog, is he? <laughs> <laughs> Fair point. And he says, but I'm picking two because one of them, I'm sure, hasn't been used before, I hope. But neither of them have. So we've selected the first one. And we'll follow it up next week. But the question is, on our podcast, which is Cinema Recall, I'm doing a series of short episodes called Movies That Changed My Life. Shows that give me quick thoughts on a movie and how it affected me. What are five movies that changed your life? Not just your favourites or what you feel is the best, but what ones had an impact on you, good or bad? Excellent. Thank you very much, Fern. So, right, okay. Uh, Five movies that changed your life, good or bad. What, What you got? Struggled on this one, mate. You I, did, I wouldn't yeah. say anyone's ever changed my life. It may have changed my thinking. I think okay. is the way more I've gone down for it, and the way sort of 
things come across. So my first one, which is your favourite film, Star is Born. Okay, right. <laughs> uh, I think it just shows someone struggles, even though his sort of struggles are a bit more public, I think it shows you never really know what's going on in someone's head or what they're battling with. And it's okay. something everyone could remember. Okay. Um, films that changed my life. Uh, it's got to be the first one. It's got to be the one that we talk about quite a bit. It's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So uh, obviously watched that when I was a lot younger and gave me a morbid fascination with everything gory and horrific. And yeah, I mean, it, it did change uh, my, my outlook on what I like in movies. So yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Cool. My next one, Stand By Me. Okay. Make you sort of realise that what seems to be your world at the time with your best mates and everything, close groups of friends, people drift apart, things change, but that's all right. That's what happens. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I have actually got Stand By Me, but mine's more about the rewatch and the memories that it brought back. And it actually made me appreciate um, film and I suppose what we're doing at the moment. Yeah, it actually just made me think about a lot of things about uh, and and reminisce quite a bit Mm. so uh it actually brought me closer to a few of my friends as well since we've done the rewatch on the stand by me so oh agreed it's quite nice actually mate not you not you no no obviously no yeah um third one thunder road I know okay. we had a laugh and a giggle about this at the time. <laughs> but actually, actually, that was reasonably comforting to realise it's not that unusual uh, and you're not okay. the only person. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I still, I am sorry about that, mate. I'm yeah, sorry. I listened to it the other day, cracked me up, mate. I was, okay. I was in tears. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. What, crying through... Um... No, through, okay. through laughing, people through looking laughing. at me wondering, what the fuck I'm on? <laughs> okay. My third one is, and it's actually just like a really weird one, it's not quite, Hamburger Hill. I've got a bit of a fascination with the Vietnam War and the Vietnam history, and much to the point where it opened up that fascination. And literally, I watch all the films, I've got Vietnam books, etc. And literally, it's, it's just an off-the-cuff one, because it actually opened my eyes up to uh, to something that I'm really interested in. So, okay, I've got, um, uh, that was yeah, that. I've got one that's very similar to that in a minute. Okay, go on then. Well, yeah, I'll jump it forward, okay. just to match in with that one. I've got 12 Years a Slave. Oh, okay. I really shouldn't say I like American slavery. I like the <laughs> the learning about American slavery and the racial divides, etc. I think we've watched a lot of films over since we've started that have shown up racial divides and how it was done. And I think this one is a particularly good way of putting that across on how black slaves were treated. Um, and there's one thing learning in history class at school, but I think it put it across in film as well as you could ever imagine. Yep, okay, agreed with that. Uh, My fourth one is the film Breakdance, a.k.a. Breaking. Okay. Now, I mean, this obviously came out in the 80s, and it actually started teaching me and getting me into hip-hop music, which actually gave me my foothold into all sorts of things, um, DJing, pirate radio, Mm -hmm. and then on to in my music. So that's where it sort of all started for me, that actual thing we used to get our lino and and our ghetto blaster. How many? uh, Volkswagen cars did you deface during that period? Five or six. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It was it was a few. Yeah, yeah, it was. But um, but yeah, so uh, I'm going to say Breakdance, a.k.a. Breaking. And the reason I say that is two different uh, names for the film in America and England. Cool. My last one, The Exorcist. It confirmed to me that even though I'm very doubtful Anything exists, and yeah. I believe nearly everything can be explained. Never playing with a Ouija board. No. <laughs> That's made one life decision for me. I right. may be all bash and bold and go, Dad, nothing exists. Yeah, I'll do one. Push come yeah. to the shove, mate. You ain't fucking getting me in the same room as one. No. I know that you might be moving out of your house. Do you not want to do one there? I mean, just you can leave the demon behind, can't you? Is that no, how it works? because everything I've watched recently, it takes the demon with him, mate. Oh, it attaches yeah. to the person like a backpack. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, anyway, maybe we'll try one yeah. day. You know I mean? Not happening, mate. All right, okay. So my last one is actually a bit of a documentary. So I might have cheated, although there is a film based on it as well. And it's the documentary Dogtown and Zed Boys. It's the skateboarding one, uh, okay. the birth of skateboarding. And it actually showed me a lot. I was into skateboarding when I was younger. And it showed me um, places 
that I should go um, on a road trip. So okay. me and Jill had a road trip and we went to see a lot of the places, Venice Beach, etc., where they used to surf and then obviously come in and skateboard. So um, it gave us one of the best road trips that I've ever had. Um, and it was my fascination with the Dogtown and Z Boys. Oh. And obviously the film is Lords of Dogtown. Nice. I like that, mate. Thanks very much. Answers, eh? You've done better than me. It's the question that done it, mate. It was the question. It was a very Ch- good question. Choked me up, some of them stories. <laughs> You're such a freak. <laughs> right, so thank you very much, Fern, for that one. We'll see if your question next week is up to the quality of that one. That's, right? I think that's the one I'm looking forward to most. This one, is I it? think, was more thought-provoking, but I'm quite looking forward to doing next week's one. Okay, mate, so after all that, uh, how can people contact us on social media? They can get us via Twitter at movie underscore drone or via email at moviedronepodcast at hotmail.com. They can indeed. Right, okay. The main reason that we are here, and I'm looking at you over this screen, listener request. Yes. We asked Lisa. Mrs. um, Tim. We did, yeah. We're nearly through uh, the Girls of Movie Drone. So we've got one this week and one next week, and then we're moving along. So this is uh, Lisa's listener request. What did she want us to watch? She wanted a film that's currently 7.9 out of 10 on IMDb, is a U, two hours, 15 minutes, billed as a drama romance, with a synopsis of Joe March reflects back and forth on her life, telling the beloved story of the March sisters. Four young women, each determined to live life on her own terms. Budget of 40 million, so far grossing 206. This is directed by Greta Gerwig, based on Little Women by Louisa May Alcott. Or was Bronte, I thought it was Bronte. (laughs) (laughs) Starring, do you know how to say this lady's name? Saoirse Ronan. Saoirse Ronan, Emma Watson, Florence Pugh, Eliza Scanlon, Laura Dern, Timothy Chalamet, Meryl Streep, Tracy Letts, Bob Odenkirk, James Norton, Louise Garrell, Chris Cooper, thanks for bailing me out. This is 2019's Little Women. Did Lisa send a clip? She did, mate, in the post. I'm working on a novel. It is a story of my life and my sisters. Make it short and spicy. And if the main character is a girl, make sure she's married by the end. Ow, Joe! I want to be an artist in Rome and be the best painter in the world. That's what you want too, isn't it, Joe? To be a famous writer? Yes, but it sounds so crass when she says it. My girls have a way of getting into mischief. Well, so do I. This is Meg, Amy, Beth, and Joe. I intend to make my own way in the world. No one makes their own way. Least of all a woman. You'll need to marry well. You are not married, aren't you? Well, that's because I'm rich. There we go. Right, okay. I'm surprised that got here with the old uh, delivery times. No, no, Um, put it on next day, mate. (laughs) Okay, right. So, um, Little Women. I mean, done really well this year. Accolades. I mean, received six nominations at the Academy Awards, including Best Picture, Best Actress, Best Supporting Actress, Best Adapted Screenplay, and it won for Best Costume Design, etc., etc. So it's done quite well. Wasn't put on um, Best Director though, was it? No, no. I mean it was. Uh, this was we had a, a bit of um, uh, controversy and stuff uh, around that, didn't we? But there you go. Right. Okay. What did you think, mate, of 2019's Little Women? I enjoyed this Little Women. A thousand times more than I thought I'd ever like it. Right, okay, okay. Really, really enjoyed it, mate. Did you? Yeah, I know you're not going to say the same, and I can see by your little grin. (gasps) No. (laughs) It took me probably 10, 15 minutes to get into it, and then I was hooked. I thought it was great. Totally not what I'd ever watch. Totally not what I'd ever give. If I suppose if it was on for them 10, 15 minutes, I probably would have channel hopped, but I had to sit and watch it. But once it had me, it had me. I thought it was great. Right, okay. I mean, we talk about demographic, don't we, mm. a lot. We have done a lot recently, yeah. um, especially we've had to do certain films because we're doing listener arse and all that. And, and obviously the last weeks, I don't think I was the demographic. But, I mean, I do think that I'm probably on the opposite end of the spectrum or I, the stick. I believe so, mate, yes. Yeah. and there's, But there's one part of it that I sort of like. It felt like a bit of a hangout movie like American Graffiti. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you just sort of obviously, I, I understand that there is sort of like the story below it, but it did just feel like a hangout movie, like we've yeah. got time to spend it. Now, the only issue that I have if it is I didn't really want to hang out with any of them. <laughs> Reasonably okay. big problem then. Yeah. So it, it was a bit of a problem for See, me. See, I would have liked to have hung out with all of them 
in like a pajama party or something like that. <laughs> well, this is where. So I, this comes on to something that I, I, the reason I think that I didn't like some of it. Mm. So we obviously get scenes like the Christmas scene and that where they're doing stuff and and like they get together and then all of a sudden someone goes, "Oh, we do a play or we start acting and all that." Right. Mm. So this is just not me in a, any way, shape, or form. No. I can't imagine. And this is. I also thought about our friends. So I thought, look, we've got maybe someone like Tim on one hand, where he comes home maybe meg wants to do playing or whatever he's like do you know what i'll sit down and i'll do it and i'll have a tea party and that lee on the other hand i see him on the other end of the spectrum where he's like i'm not fucking doing any of that and he'll get on his call of duty right i can see me being the person that would not want to do it in a million years and then five minutes later be stuck drinking a, a phantom cup of tea with one-armed Jimmy the teddy bear on one side yeah. and Phileas the frog with no legs on the other side. Do you know what I mean? Well, and I can see me sit. <laughs> if you get a plastic cup, you've got a, a one-legged dog to sit next to. Yeah, I have, yeah. But I can see me being that person and yeah. being in those situations with these while they were doing their plays and stuff like that just gave me the eebie-jeebies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why I think I had a bit of a problem with it because I just did not like hanging out with these people. See, I think they was actually my favourite scenes. The scene where they're sitting up in the attic room and they're doing the play and they get the guy in. I thought that but, scene was fucking brilliant. I mean, Absolutely. he plays those sorts of characters really well, yeah. I, I must admit, but I did not like his character. I mean, I'll go through the characters maybe that I, that I, that I like. I did not take to Joe at all. Okay. At all from the start um timothy charlemagne like i say he played that character he so well young, didn't he yeah he didn't did he yeah he plays young. it he does play it really well laura dern was wasted for me i thought yeah, um didn't really do a lot. To, yeah but I, I get the impression that maybe she wanted to be in this film because it's directed by a woman it's got some strong female characters and that in it i get the impression that she would have done something like this for free if you know what i mean yeah. but i don't think we needed a character like that she's always a good supporting character i've seen her do a lot more people rave about florence Pugh. um i think it was a solid performance although i think i've seen better performances from her mm-hmm. and i think her nomination was maybe because she uh, had been overlooked for other ones yeah. if i'm honest okay. i preferred her in midsummer etc um i even think she's probably better in fighting with my family actually if i got to be honest and the other characters like the supporting cast i thought they was all solid i thought they all did a really good job although i did not take to any of the characters okay interesting see i I got to the start and i was going uh me and the missus was sitting there i'm going right so that one's joe that's beth that's amy and we're trying to work out who was who but once i'd learned their names i really got on with all of them i thought they was all great and i think actually each of them showed their different personalities quite well i loved is it amy who was the stroppy one if she didn't get her own way because Meg and um, bearing in mind, I didn't know any of their names until last week. But I'm talking to them like they're best mates now. <laughs> Meg and Joe went off to their dance. Amy decided to start setting light to her play and stuff like that. I just really enjoyed all of it. I thought it was great. I think the biggest downfall for this whole film for me was that I've watched Friends series one to ten too many times. Right, okay. and there was a big, big spoiler in Friends that I knew what happened in this one. Right. It's about Beth's death. That character, for me, she was there. She didn't really do anything for me. Didn't really care for it, unfortunately. I thought it dragged a little bit. So I was asking Jill, does she die? I just wanted to know. You know what I mean? I was asking the question. And I think that it might have actually made Jill think that I was really interested in it. But in fact, I was wondering whether she would just tell me so that I could sort of switch off for the next 10 minutes, if you know what I mean, <laughs> and, and and actually avoid that. Um, it was too long uh, for me, personally. Okay. I, I do, yeah. I mean, I got through it is, is all that I can really say about it. I mean, I'm not saying that I disliked it, but it's like a dinner party with people that you have to be with. Yeah. Okay. And and you don't particularly like. So say a dinner party with your boss or something, you've been asked to your boss's house, you know, and you, you don't particularly want to be there or whatever. This is what this is like for me. And I, I think it just grated on me having to spend too much time. 
I mean, I get it all. I, I appreciate the historical significance of the book and the films that it spawned. And I understood the characters. You've got the independent one, the one who marries for love, the one who wants to marry into money. But then I've got the youngest one who does fuck all and then dies. I didn't really understand her, her character. The quiet one. Well, I think I we're cooler. The quiet musical know. one. I don't, well, I don't know. I've got the youngest one who does fuck all and then dies. So what else did you like about it then, mate? So, what? I, well, I seem to be concentrating on negatives, but I'm not. I think, obviously, that the Friends spoiler board that part of the story for me. I think the main part of the film which griped me was the fact that the flashbacks were seven years apart and none of them seemed yeah. to age. I've really, really struggled with the shift in timelines. Yeah, because I, there was no noticeable age difference in any of them especially yeah. timothy chalamet i thought he looked as young as he did on the first day as he did supposedly seven years later i know we've put like florence Pugh and joe i mean florence Pugh, they tried to put her in i think more adult clothing sort of lady clothes if you like yeah and joe that she had the hair cut and bits but it was quite difficult to work out at what point sometimes whether they was in the past whether she was going back or whether they'd just gone somewhere else. Yeah, or whether yeah. they've literally just yeah. travelled to a different part Don't of the... Don't get me wrong. It after just... it did it, I sorted it out in my head and I was thought yes or no. And that's why part of me can't wait to watch it again, knowing all of it. Okay. I mean, Jill said it was because I didn't take notice of their character, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? I was mm. getting a load. But I genuinely just didn't know whether she'd just gone from one house to another or to a park or whatever. Yeah. And then I realised that it had actually shifted in time. I really struggled with that. I don't know what they could have done to have made that better. Like you say, maybe aged them or whatever. Yeah. But, but they were relatively young to start with, weren't they? Yeah. So yeah, it, I mean, even I a think, few years wouldn't have helped. So. But I think they was something like 25 or so. And when it started, they was like 18. I don't know, something about that. And you definitely age a bit. I just thought they all looked a little bit too fresh. And right. I just struggled a bit with it. But I'd, I'd know it's not much enough of an age different to use different characters as per some things do where they use younger kids and that so i know they would have to do it like that and probably anti-age aging or aging software in the budget would probably have made it ridiculous and maybe would have looked a bit shit that's probably the only thing that i'm gonna sort of be negative about the direction i yeah. thought the direction was really good um i thought great ago we'd done uh, a good job i just found that bit confusing but i thought the rest of it was good as i did the scenery the sets the costumes i thought it all looked great yeah, I've got that I love the colour palette. Yeah, yeah, um, agreed. I, I just think sometimes you look at these costume dramas, they're set in this time where there's not electric, they look a bit dark and they're damp and miserable, but this sort of seemed bright and airy. So you had like a, the little cottage, but you went in there and it was so colourful. And I mean, you wouldn't see people wearing them now, but I thought the dresses were great. Mm -hmm. I thought everything like that the costumes were amazing I thought the direction was amazing scenery was I mean it must be not impossible sometimes to find scenery that's not so polluted um, with big buildings and with uh, telegraph but I'm sure post-production gets rid of a lot of it Yeah. Um, but I thought they used the most of what they had brilliantly yeah I mean I'm, I'm obviously running the risk of, of ending up um, with you labelling me as a woman hater or something I think that obviously we had that section where we went through those films and you sort of jokingly I hope tagged me as someone who didn't particularly like the, the films about women um, Jill was ribbing me while we were watching it saying it's because you're a woman hater I did everything I possibly could to, to get into it and actually yeah. and actually like it like I say I, when I was not confused with what was going on I, I don't like a film really where I have to ask a lot of questions I think that probably also rubbed me up the wrong way a little bit as well and I, I couldn't spend much time with Joe's character it, it was very very weird I took an instant dislike to her I don't know why obviously the main character in it um, I, I don't know what it was it was just an instant dislike really so, See, I, didn't yeah. have, I didn't have that issue I think I wasn't bonded with them I liked all of them I liked all of their personal character traits girls and the guys I liked Timothy Chalamet's character I loved the guy who owned the mansion um, and his gift of the piano and he's sort of taken on that almost father figure um, I thought it was really nicely done and adapted and I'm really pleased Lisa gave it to us because I would have at no point sat down to watch this this is not me 
I missed the point of the ending and got scalded by Jill, unfortunately. Okay. Um, I mean, I fixated on the fact that the independent one eventually caved in and got married. Yeah. Until Jill pointed out that that was the happy ending that Louisa May Alcott was told that she had to write into her book yeah. in order to sell it. So I think I obviously missed a little bit of the point on that. Yeah, they, obviously, they I'm, I'm not a literary person. I didn't quite get that. I think that might have been good if that had clicked for me but I think I was struggling a little bit at the end um the bit that I did actually notice was when I thought was a bit weird was where the bloke the is it was he French I thought it was weird that he left the house and within like two minutes they had talked Joe into going to meet him uh. and instead of just running down and getting him before he got to the train station these independent women all decided that they needed to go upstairs and get into their best frilly frocks and stuff like that and then have to get the horses out and then go down there to catch him right at the last minute. Exactly what I was saying. I was, was going, it? just open the letterbox and shout, <laughs> Oi! He's, he's at the end of the path. Just call him I back. Know. He ain't even in the carriage yet. No, because I sort of got my own back on Jill because uh, she basically said they want to look their best. And I said, well, this woman was supposed to be the one that wanted to be totally independent. You wouldn't think that she would care about what she looked at. So I got my own back a little bit, which was nice just at the end. But I think that everything that she said to me and everything, uh, it it did make me realise probably that... Um, I am so far away from being the demographic of it. I'm not obviously into books uh, and reading, so it's not something that I would have probably read. Um, I mean, you didn't even know it was from. You got put on the wall of shame, obviously. I do think the Bronte version would have had a different ending. So (laughs) that's all I was saying. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I am glad that I've watched it. Yeah. But unfortunately, it's not going to be um, great from, from my end. But I really am glad that I've seen it, if I'm honest. Like I say, I thought it looked great. That's the one positive. Okay. I thought it looked great. I thought it was great and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I can't wait no. to see it again. I don't know. Another one. I don't know whether I should read the book. I think it's not really for me. I don't know if I'd get into it. Perhaps I've seen enough. Okay, you're not going to watch any of the other 26? No, I've got no interest in it. I just thought this one was all right. I've not necessarily got the affinity with the story. I just thought it was told really well. Um, Okay, I mean, I'm finished. If you've got anything else to say? Nothing, just thank you to Lisa for giving it. Okay, yeah, thank you for Lisa. I mean, I am going to thank Lisa. I mean, I'll put it down that I've seen it now. What score you got, mate? 83. (laughs) Okay, all right, excellent. I'm glad that you got something out of it. I did. Um, I've got 40. Um, I mean, listen, this is my summary of it at the end. I can see why so many women and men would like this, but I think I'm a long way from the demographic. Appreciate the performances and the filmmaking. Looked great, long and confusing. Signed, fo- Steve, <laughs> woman hater. <laughs> I'm not. But you see what I mean? That has actually summed it up. It's so, so no, confusing. I, I get that, mate. I think you found plenty of positives in it. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. colours were nice. That's it, yeah. So thank you very much, Lisa. Um, yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, probably what you expected. Have you watched anything else, mate? I have, mate. I watched a few. Um, not an awful lot this week, but watched The Conjuring. Okay. Revisited that because um, I've just finished reading the Demonologist book uh, right. about Ed and Lorraine Warren. There's a bit in there about the Perrin Horn end, so we might for the Conjuring to come back on. You might like that book, actually. I'll lend it to you. Okay. Yeah, um, I'm not a reader. Probably get it back in about four years. I've read it, mate. I don't need to read it again. Mm-hmm. Um I've got 80 on that one. Um, Jamie Russell watched it for the first time as well after hearing about um, listening to our Exorcist episode. Okay. Um, He gave it a 77. And just as an FYI, would have given Star is Born a 95 or a 96. So there you go. Of course you would. I watched American Haunting. Okay. Oh, 40 on that one. Is it a shit, isn't it? It's not good, is it? I think I've seen about half of it. I think the bit I've watched it before, because obviously podcast rules really is if you start watching it, you need to finish watching it. Yeah. But this was pre-podcast. I think I saw started watching it and I was able to turn it off. Yeah, no, it, it, I've seen a lot worse, but I've seen a lot better. Okay. Um, now, I've not even got the name of this next one and I should not be admitting to ever watching it, um, but it was like Revenge of a Doctor or something like that. And it had Eric, Eric Roberts in it. Basically right. a TV movie. And it was so bad that it was bad, bad. But it was Eclipse bad. Like, I couldn't stop watching it. But we sat there. 
watching it, wondering why we was watching it, knowing it was shit and creepy. Right. And I got 10. Okay. <laughs> um, but we couldn't start watching it. Just finished watching 127 hours. Okay. Literally finished that one. I've got probably right. about 68 on that. Right. Yeah. And then reason I haven't seen many films, we watch a Netflix series called When They See Us. I know we're not TV drone, but it's worth no. a watch. Okay, mate. I've watched a 2012 little bit topical about the world ending, although not in obviously a normal way. Good effects, big body count, 70 out of 100. Okay. I watched the Lita Battle Angel. Oh, not that, really one. that one, I heard really good things about that. Did you? Yeah. Okay, 64. Okay. <laughs> it's pretty, uh, it's pretty. Oh, it's, it's got pretty a woman in it, isn't it? She's a woman. <laughs> She's an android, so okay. she's she's not. She's like a cyber thing. So anyway, it's not really. It's like CGI. But, uh, yeah, it's a rewatch. It's not great. It's all right. I watched the remake of Last House on the Left, uh, which was an old video nasty mm, that died. Uh, up on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, I watched it. Mm. 67. I don't okay. think it's as good as the original. Um, they certainly could have done more of it. It's a bit of a weird ending. I think they could have been more violent, although it's fairly violent as it is, so mm. uh, not too bad. I watched a film called The Domestics, which was a run-of-the-mill apocalypse movie. Got 52 on it just for the kills. And I watched Kingpin again. Woody and Bill. Love them. Uh, got 82 on that. Uh, Jill's never seen it. First watch for Jill. Couldn't believe really? it. Then he divorced her. Oh. So... Uh, <laughs> There you go. She nearly got away. Yeah. But I've been back to work, mate, doing like 11, 12 hour days. So, uh, oh, so that's all I've got. All those that's all I've NHS got. heroes can pop down Sainsbury's and get oh, their sage again. They Thank can. God yeah. you're back. It's been a nightmare. I'm not talking about it. Right. Okay. <laughs> do you want to move on to the next section, mate? Let's quickly do that. This is the section that we like to call Homework. nailed that one mate is it is that how i have I to do it i literally say it just say it oh because i said it and then you said it after me with a gap that's oh. how bad the leg is oh see it got to me bang on <laughs> so whether or not it actually did we'll find out yeah really good. i even right, cheered okay. for that <laughs> i cheered for last week's and it was really bad <laughs> <laughs> right okay this is a section where we give each other films that we like and the other person hasn't seen on the hope of uncovering hidden gems what did you give me oh, i gave you a film that's currently 6.3 out of 10 on imdb as a 15 one hour 50 minutes build as a comedy crime drama with a synopsis of inspired by the viral new york magazine article this film follows a crew of savvy former strip club employees who band together to turn the table on their Wall Street clients. Starring Constance Wu, Jennifer Lopez and Julia Stiles, a $20 million budget so far grossing 158 This was 2019's Hustlers. Okay, yes it was. I mean, uh, we, we was going to do it, weren't we? We was. Uh, I've got to be honest, I'm glad we swerved it. Okay. Uh, to a point. Um <laughs> I mean, I don't have a fixation with strip joints like you. I mean, the amount of times you've been fleeced by Sharon at the Free Squirrels for a tenner a time is embarrassing. And that's another story for another podcast. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, right, okay. So, I mean, I quite like the fact that he uses the financial crash to gain sympathy for the main characters. Well, it um, doesn't use that. It's because it's a true story. This yeah, yeah, happened. yeah. But the backdrop of it, yeah, obviously, the yeah. film uses that to get to make you so it doesn't overly sensationalize the criminal activities. Um, yeah. That's big words that I've written down there. So that's quite good. So it tries to make you like them. And I think that it succeeds to a point. I've got to be honest. There's loads of crowd pleasing moments where obviously this the girls get there. I mean, Sounds like I'm being a woman hater again. I'm not. But you get these crowd-pleasing moments where the, the scumbag bankers get their comeuppance yeah. with this girl power. But I thought that it sort of went round in a circle. So you've got strip joint, someone's apartment, strip joint, someone's apartment. Repeat, 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 repeat. And I think it probably some people get more out of it. I think it could be a fun ride. A bit too repetitive for me. Didn't really go much on Constance Wu. Jennifer no, I didn't, Lo- I didn't buy her really as the ma- as the main main character really. No, um, Jennifer Lopez did what she always could. Yeah, I don't know what you thought about her. She's got no better, but I didn't expect much to be honest. I don't know what you thought about her. Is what she is, isn't she? She's yeah. I suppose reliable, middle of the road. Yeah, I mean, she can certainly she use a pole well. <laughs> yeah, she can. Yeah, 
my favourite was Lily Reinhardt. Okay. I, I quite liked her. Yeah. I didn't like um, who was the uh, – there's like a rapper one in there, isn't there? What's uh, her name? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't I, – I can't remember. You've got the, the cast list. I can't yeah. remember. Um, yeah, I, I didn't really go on her. So Lily Reinhardt was the only one really that I really liked. And I didn't really see the point, much like Laura Dern previously, I didn't really see the point of Julia Stiles. No, Unless, I suppose it was just to give it some sort of narrative of the reason for telling the story, wasn't it? If it is based on a New York magazine article, so it would have been on that journalist's story on yeah. why it was sort of revealed, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really get the point of having a, a named actress doing it. And whether or not her stock's gone down and it was it was yeah. something that she just picked up. But like I say, with Laura Dern in the last one in Little Women, yeah. didn't really see the point in having anyone of any name in there, really, to be yeah. honest, because it was such a small part that really that really didn't do anything. So, yeah, I just thought it was a bit repetitive. It didn't really do much for me. There were some good moments, but I felt like they were force-feeding those moments to me by trying to make everybody that that obviously they fleeced out to be a scumbag and that they were that they weren't doing anything wrong, which they obviously were. So I just felt actually, like it's um, been rammed down my throat. I actually found it a lot darker than I expected. I expected it to be a bit more fun. And yeah, get the blokes pissed, sort of get out of credit cards, get some money out of them and stuff. But they was talking serious dollar. They was almost bankrupting people, which yeah, I know yeah. the bankers did. I'm not defending them by any means. But the drugs and shit they was pumping in and the chances they was actually taking with people's lives actually shocked me quite a lot yeah. um, to make a light entertainment film about something potentially of that much of a serious nature. Yeah. It's a bit of a paradox. Yeah, I mean, you're right. I just didn't find that they were really making them out to be criminals, if you know what I mean, right. and they obviously were. So um, anyway, I've got 55 on that, mate. Okay. Um, I've got a real story that I have no interest in looking into, mainly due to the film. I mean, don't get me wrong. Fifty-five is an all right score, yeah. really. It's not. I it's think not, I'd only be mid sixties. Yeah, it's not horrible. Um, it, I mean, it was okay to watch. I just found it got repetitive. That's all. I mean, if it didn't I, repeat I itself too much. I only chose it because it's on wider release now. It's on Prime, so we can catch it. And I know we came so close to doing it on episode. I thought it was worth yeah. a discussion. No, it's good. I'm glad I watched it. So thanks for that. Right, okay. I gave you a 2016 film directed by Taika Waititi based on Wild Pork and Watercrest by Barry Crump, starring Sam Neill, Julian Dennison, Reese Darby, Rima Tiwiata, Rachel House. Running time 101 minutes with a budget of 2.5 million US dollars, box office of 23.2 million dollars, 7.9 on IMDb, 96% on Rotten Tomatoes, with a synopsis of a national manhunt is ordered for a rebellious kid and his foster uncle who go Missing in the Wild New Zealand Bush. I gave you my favourite Taika Waititi film, 2016's Hunt for the Wilder People. You did. Sat and watched it. Good. And I did enjoy it. Did you? Yeah. Okay. I'm just not convinced I enjoyed it as much as I should have done or could have done. Right. As it okay. seems, it seems almost perfect for me. Was and there I, a circumstance? I mean, I, was there any reason that you think you might not have? Was you rushed I, or? No, no, no. I sat down and I was in quite the middle looking, of a kids' tea party. No, I was quite looking forward to watching it. Sat down and watched it, and I think there's a couple of issues I've got which took my enjoyment away. And it's a similar thing to like you say when you don't click with a certain character, like you said, you didn't click with Joe March yeah. and Little Women. I had the same sort of thing with a kid. Okay, I mean that's I a big problem. I, in, I found him quite funny i found him reasonably likable i just didn't buy his character as much he didn't seem he didn't really show a lot of vulnerability he, right, i know okay. i know a lot of it was um you put on this big front, bravado yeah bravado yeah. but for me they didn't ever really seem to break that down into anything emotionally outstanding Right, he showed okay. a bit of worry at points, but nothing really okay. to show his personality off. And I think my biggest issue is the foster carer placement lady. <laughs> I don't know what right. you'd call her. Right. I found her funny. Okay. I, I, don't, I found her funny. I thought the character was great. I just didn't think it belonged in the film. Is this a bit like... Um... Rebel Wilson in Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. Because I didn't think she belonged in that, yeah, really, I, I the way just, that she was being. I just found it was too comedic for the film. I know you had the guy from Flight of the Concords, um, <laughs> Sam, whatever his yeah. name was, Psycho Sam. Yeah. I thought he was great, and it, I yeah. thought he worked really well. I just didn't get it with her. I just It was almost like a, char a parody character, 
and I love the comedy, but I just think it could have been a bit more drier and less slapstick. Okay, all right. I, I'm laughing because I've got to be honest. The lighting that you've got there, yeah, you actually you actually look like dolomite. Oh. <laughs> looks like your headphones are blending into your massive mop of hair yeah, where you're, yeah. and you actually look like dolomite. And it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I so sorry. In an arm or something. Carry on, carry on. Um, yeah, I, I just struggled with a few of the characters. I certainly struggled with the kid and the woman. Well, that's a bit of difficult, obviously, because yeah. uh, the, because the kids the the main part in it really apart with obviously sam neil i love sam um, neil sam neil yeah. was great i thought he was, it yeah. was probably one of his better performances yeah. i've seen with him and i love taika waititi as the minister yeah. i don't mind a bit of comedy um, I liked I liked the dry humour of the kid. I did like the fact that it was so dry that I mean it just clicked for me. I think I bought this blind. I I'd heard about it and I bought it for Jill and she watched it. She said it was great and I never saw it. I didn't think it was going to be for me, but I suppose if you don't click with the kid, it's a bit difficult. Yeah, I mean I almost felt like they sort of brought him along. The woman was a bit of an ass to him the foster woman, they give her, put him in the care of this bloke who don't really want him and this woman. <laughs> and then you have almost like this little montage and then suddenly they're really happy and then she's dead. Yeah, it's you, great. You, you, you didn't really get, we could have done with five or ten minutes of showing how they were bonding and actually make us show his vulnerable side in that he was letting himself go and he was beginning to trust her. Right. But you didn't kind of get enough of that before she snuffed it and then she's in a cardboard box. Just thought that bit was really rushed. I didn't feel a bond between any of them. She's just sort of dead. Okay. Um, I, I thought that was a great part of it, actually, where where it just threw you out. And I think Taika Waititi, he's obviously done that in Jojo Rabbit with the scene yeah. uh, with Scarlett Johansson but as we, well. We had got a chance to see the bond between her mum and Thomasine McKenzie and Jojo. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I get it. It's just that that woman wasn't supposed to be. It was supposed to be about Sam Neill, wasn't it? So you had to get on to the point that he was left on his own. Yeah, but um, I wanted to see some vulnerability with the kid because he didn't move from bravado too much. And then he perhaps he just wasn't an emotional kid because, I mean, even at the end, he weren't really that emotional about it. They no. was quite, both of them were quite cool characters in sort of, yeah, all right, I'll come and do this, I'll come and do that. And I quite like the ending. Apparently it's different from the book. Okay. But I probably prefer that ending than a real gushy, oh, everything's wonderful, we're all okay yeah. ending. I quite like that. But I think my biggest issue, and it's the, probably the stupidest thing ever to find an issue with a film, but the continuity with the dogs was fucking irritating me. What, were they were there and they weren't Then they, they weren't there. Then they were yeah. there. Then well, they were just off hunting. Have they, they got rid of the dogs? I, they, uh, they were just off hunting. They were no. just off running around, mate. They were, they were, they were no, just... No, there's either dogs there or there's not, mate. Okay, I'm not running. Yeah, no, I got enough enjoyment out of it that I'm glad I've watched it and I would probably watch it again and see if I got a different take on it. I just I didn't feel like it grabbed me as much as I thought it would. Once oh, come I could see it on paper, it should be everything I'd want. But I've still got 71 on it. Okay, not too bad then. I think, uh, I think. listen, Taika, I don't think we've done a bad Taika Waititi film. No. I think everybody has their favourites. So uh, so fair enough. It's it's all good, mate. It's all good. Mm. Um, okay, right. Okay, what have you got for me next week? I've got you something that's got a synopsis with a great word in it, mate. Okay. I've had to practice this word because I've never, ever seen it before in my life. And this is a film that's currently 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb. is a universal one hour, 33 minutes, billed as a comedy family, with a synopsis of the garrisons live with a great Dane who thinks he's a dainty Dachshund. His identity crisis results in an uproarious series of household crises that reduce the garrison's health to a shambles. Starring... Dean Jones, Suzanne Pleshette, and an unnamed Great Dane. This grossed 6.2 million at the box office. I can't find a budget on it. And this was 1966, The Ugly Dachshund. Terrific, terrific. I'll take it. It's on my Disney. It's on your Disney, mate. Is it? Okay. Yeah, I haven't had a look down the kids' bits. One so. of these. <laughs> it's a fucking Disney thing, mate. It's full <laughs> of kids' stuff. One of these that I was sure I was never going to give you, but the more I tell you I'm not going to give you something, the more you dare me. So there you right. go. Okay, right. Thanks very much for that. You're welcome. Well, I've given. I've- 
I've got a film for you that was on the video nasty list, or as I used to call it, the Steve's Watch list from the 1980s. This is a 1981 film directed by Norman J. Warren, starring Judy Geeson, Robin Clark, Jennifer Ashley, Stephanie Beecham, running time 93 minutes with a budget of £1 million. Uh, I haven't got any box office, I'm afraid. 3.9 on IMDb. We have a synopsis of a crew of interplanetary archaeologists is threatened when an alien creature impregnates one of their members, causing her to turn homicidal and murder them one by one. This is 1981's Inseminoid. I'm not watching it, mate. I'm not watching it. I'm not doing it. I'm not. Just an interesting fact, right? This was... uh, Filmed on a budget of £1 million, it said. And it was shot largely on location at Chislehurst Caves in Kent, near us. Oh, terrific. Yeah. Okay, just saying. So welcome to the 80s on this one, mate. Oh, uh, I, I, I love I, an 80s film. but I watched it and it was fantastically 80s. It was okay. so good. I was in hysterics. I had to show, show Jill some of the scenes and all that. She fucking loved it. So <laughs> I'm sure I you will. forward to that one. <laughs> Okay. Right. Okay. So next week's main mate. Sorry about this. So I forgot to announce what we were doing and who we were asking last mm. week. It bugged me when we finished recording. So um, uh, who, who have we asked this week? We have asked Little Nick. We have. We've asked Little Nick, uh, the last of our movie drone ladies, um, to choose a film that she wanted us to watch for next week. She's changed her mind once already. I don't think she's changed her mind again. What did she actually go for in the end, surprisingly? She's gone for Quentin Tarantino's The Hateful Eight. She has, yeah. Really surprised. All three days of it. (laughs) Well, we had, uh, it's quite, actually, I'm quite pleased. I had it on my watch list of Blu rays that I made Jill bring me up when I was uh, in bed with COVID 19. And uh, I never got round to it, unfortunately. It never made the, I never got down that far. But um, yeah, she was wanting us originally to do a a film about sustainability and things. Obviously, she's a vegan. I thought Mm. that might be quite um, up her alley. But then all of a sudden, out of the blue, bang, there you go, Quentin Tarantino. Well happy with that. Don't know about you. So, uh, right, okay. I'm happy with I'm the not, film, mate. I'm not too over the moon with the runtime. I'm not actually bothered whether you're happy with it or not. <laughs> so, uh, so the week after that, um, we're going to ask uh, a gentleman who's yeah. been listening to our episodes. Yeah. Who are we asking to do a film with us the following week? Going to ask Jamie Russell. We are, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Jamie has been uh, a, a new listener to us, so we're going to give him his opportunity to uh, to let us review one of his favourite films, and then we're going on to the we're, men of Movie yes. Drone, the men. Well, we're working our way around, and if anyone has actually got any real sort of passion, Interest. passion <laughs> that they would like us to feature one of their films, they can get in touch with us. Um, but at the moment, we're just working around people who we can force to do it. We are, yeah. So if you want us to do a film, we don't know how long before the cinemas will actually um, go. If you want to look and see if there's any, I think there's something coming up. I wouldn't mind doing Capone. I'm actually yeah. avoiding all um, podcasts to do with Capone because I don't really want to know. So I have to catch them afterwards. It's not out in the UK yet. I don't think um, we might be able to find a way of watching it. But um, yeah, we're just working our way through. So Jamie Russell, and then we've asked a few other guys, lads. Really lads, 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 yeah. bands. Cavies, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so we've asked those, and then we'll get to it. So if you want us to do one, just tap us up. And how can people do that, Mark? They can get us on Twitter or Instagram, which is at movie underscore drone, or via email on movie drone podcast at hotmail.com. They can indeed. Just do not title the email. Um, I have something I need to discuss with you. Oh, uh, dear friend. We <laughs> just delete it. Yeah. Uh, Okay, right, so that's it, mate. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you're feeling better. I'm glad you're feeling better. I wish I'd asked. I wish I'd asked. It's a bit embarrassing that I didn't ask you. That's right, I only text you every day to say you was. Don't worry about me. I know. I know. I don't know. I don't know what to say, really. Um, I've shown myself right up. Might have to take that out in post. So, uh, so yeah, so you got anything planned then, mate? Got my alarms. Have you? I've got to do mine, actually. Got to build a wall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Put some light bulbs in. Okay. I might need to get a new fish. I've only got one fish now. I've had... you remember he died, yeah. um, old, old Hunchy or whatever his name was, um, Quasi. Uh, yeah, so I think Pets at Home's back open, so I might have to go and get some fish. It takes it about sounds three like days. an essential um, visit, mate. <laughs> it takes about three days and about 17 bits of paperwork to buy a fish nowadays, oh, doesn't it? it just... But anyway, so I might do that. So, uh, oh. yeah, 
Okay. Well, I hope everybody has a great weekend. Are you on a long weekend? You got work. You got work. Got work. Yeah, I got work Sunday and Monday. But everybody, I think, in America as well, I think, and the UK, have got a long weekend. I really hope that they have a good one. Stay safe. Stay away from each other. Don't go to the beach. Don't go down South End, you bunch of pricks. (laughs) Get a life. Just hang in now. Yeah, I know. Um, If you're one of them pricks, actually, stop listening. I don't want you listening. Uh, uh, Don't worry. Shush, we need everyone. No, we don't need everyone. We don't need people like that. (laughs) Take that and post. Right, okay. So do you want to say goodbye, Mark, if you haven't got anything better to say? Goodbye, Mark, if you haven't got anything better to say. See you later, everybody. See See you later. Thank you, bye. How'd you make a bear cross? No idea. You nail one to the other halfway down. <laughs> uh, I don't know whether I'm laughing at that or the fact that you really do look like the Dolomite. Yeah. Dolomite is my name. I'm fucking up. Motherfuckers is my motherfucking game. <laughs> I'll post a picture on Instagram. Thank you very much.